This is the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast, the podcast where we teach you stuff about eating disorders that you haven't heard about. And of course, we're going to fight off that bitch of an eating disorder. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 18 of season 7, we're talking about using your sport identity to cover up your eating disorder. Okay guys, episode 18 and episode 18, like the intro said, is all about using your sport identity to cover up your eating disorder. And I have a little bit more of a topic I think now that hits home for a lot of people because a lot of us that start out with eating disorders, um, maybe even start out with clean eating, uh, we start out by just exercising a little bit more or becoming very fanatic in a certain sport that you may be practice for a long time or just started practicing like fitness or running long distance or hockey or basketball or whatever swimming and we can often use this um, type of sport to mask up the problem and at the same time find the identity and let it all go out of control when I say, you know, finding an identity, but also masking your eating disorder, actually two in one is happening. A lot of people with eating disorders do have an identity problem uh, when having an eating disorder because um, y- you are trying to figure out and often the eating disorder does happen in years of people, you know, teenage years of trying to find an identity. Um, to find out who you are it can also of course can be delayed depending on your development and maybe can be in your uni years Uh, and then you have the part of the eating disorder that's also using that identity to mask up the problem because the eating disorder is basically like a parasite and it feeds on its host and if there's this identity that it will use and amplify to cover up so people don't discover they have an eating uh the people around you don't discover that you have an eating disorder or even yourself it will most definitely use that so guys if you want to know more keep listening to this episode before i jump into this episode i would like to remind you to the fact that you can always share this podcast Tell it to a friend, share it in your stories, Snapchat it to somebody, tell a caregiver about it, tell your parents about it to let them understand you better or just listen to it yourself so you can understand yourself better. And let's jump into this episode. If I look back at my development of my eating disorder, it actually started out with sports and clean eating. And I've met countless women and men, specifically more, you know, I see like a increase in men with this one, uh, with uh, identity development, sports, uh, clean eating, and actually the starts of eating disorders and also very controlling almost OCD tendencies. They all are very narrow near to each other and have some crossovers. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, maybe that's true because you know I have this fixed regimen or I can only eat this amount of uh, calories or eat only this amount of carbs and if I go over that I feel overwhelmed. These are also parts and bits and pieces of an eating disorder that you almost have like OCD tendencies to uh, regarding to food or maybe how you perform your exercise. So the volume, the amount of minutes or the amount of rest that you want to give yourself, what often for a lot of people with eating disorders isn't a lot. So 
these type of things come together and the thing with an eating disorder and the thing with sports is that these things are socially accepted and it doesn't really bat an eye generally when people are you know looking or working with you or, or playing with you uh in essence in the beginning because i mean you're not snorting cocaine you're not you know pouring down a whole bottle of liquor these are things that are extremes and people directly notice and know that something is wrong there's something out of the ordinary and maybe your mental health is fragile uh, however with sports and with food you can cover up a lot with food of course because it's a primary source so it's something we always need and with sports it's because we actually connect with people because of sports and we engage with other people and we have a lot of fun or we can you know share experiences or knowledge and in it isn't per se a primary need but what does it does translate to a primary need of movement. So we all need to move, but you know, walking in essence would be enough for a human being, but a lot of us choose to do it different. And therefore it's like this hybrid product of being a primary and a secondary need at the same time. And again, it's something that is very near to an eating disorder when overusing it, because people cannot notice it one, two, three, unless they very much cautiously observe you. And often that is mostly your family members. So when I make an episode saying, you know, using your sport identity to cover up your eating disorder, what can you actually expect from this type of episode? What am I going to tell you? Well, first thing is making you aware of the fact that that maybe is happening on a subconscious level or conscious level that you're using that sporter's identity. Maybe you just, uh, you know, hit the gym now. You're always busy with protein powder and weighing off food and, you know, uh, double gymming because it's your identity. Um, so that is something that's very important to, to like be aware of. And the other thing is that I just said in the beginning as well is that we often have an identity problem when starting out with an eating disorder because often the eating disorder is in the years that we're still developing and getting to know ourselves well you know they say around the teenage years or starting of university and you see that these types of years are very fragile for identity development because your identity uh, gets developed by yourself but even more with the groups surrounding you and, and how they perceive you so you see that that also becomes a part of that equation to some extent. So identity development, and therefore you're more vulnerable, then we have the part of uh, what I just said in the beginning. So these are things that are happening. And then maybe you're uh, questioning yourself, okay, Queenie, but how am I going to fix this? I find a very interesting question myself. I have a feeling and often I have an answer in all these podcast episodes that I that I give to you is that to all extent we have phases in our life that we are questioning our identity or we are calibrating it and making it differently. Uh, that could be for me, for example, uh, back in the day, I would be uh, known for um, tennis then I would be known for nutrition. Now I'm more known for PT and lifestyle coaching. And the funny thing while I'm pronouncing this, 
uh, you see that a big part of my identity is either developed by my work or by my uh, interests, as in hobbies. And these things can change because people are liquid. So we aren't the same person uh, 10 years back or 20 years going into the future will be different as well. So that question of identity development will always be something that would be there. However, I do believe that people that are more sensitive or more fragile have an identity development and catch certain patterns like an eating disorder or maybe drugs or other things uh, with that development as well. And believe me, that is a very big group. So it's not you know only people with eating disorders, but other people with certain addictive habits that have identity development, but also the development of addictive habits in, at the same time. So if you're wondering, you know, Queenie, how can I fix this or how is this even fixable? I think it really has to do, in my personal opinion, with parenting and addressing the fact that that can happen. And that is something, well, maybe if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, now I surpassed that phase, so what now? But for the people that are listening to this, or maybe parents, it is so important to sit down sometimes and have conversations with your children on what they can expect or what type of behavior, you know, should is uh, needed in certain situations to actually develop identity. They partially place some puzzle pieces for developing the identity. But at the end of the day, of course, it's all the experiences of a child or of a person that gives them a certain identity. So that is the answer that is actually should be done by a parent. But I believe that a lot of people that are listening to this are not in that situation or are already surpassed a certain age to get that. The thing that you can do then, and the only thing, is reflect and talk about it with a person that knows their shit, basically. And if you are in the phase now that you are using your uh, sport identity to cover up your eating disorder, it's also this brutal honesty of looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I know this, what I'm doing, it feels off and I've been pursuing it for some time, but I should actually now just come clean or at least back up with the amount of training or the amount of OCD tendencies regarding that uh, yeah, practice you're actually doing now. That would be looking like, for example, less weighing off everything on the scale or less going to the gym or also focusing on other interests that you have before or besides the the sport that you're using now for your identity. Also, at the end of the day, your identity is so much more than just your hobbies and your work, but it is a big part, or even your study, but it is a big part of your identity because it reflects your interests at the end of the day. However, it's so 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 important to not only focus on one of these elements but keep it versatile and have all of them in it to make sure that you stay versatile as a person but also don't get the hyperfixation that people with eating disorders are also so known for we can hyperfixate so much that is fucking fucking crazy that's why we're good at breaking ourselves down regarding for for example anorexia tendencies or we're very good performers in sports or we're very good you know in in schools with grades because our mind has a certain pattern that walks that way and goes that way so 
personally, these are my answers regarding on how you can fix that. And some of it already lays in the hands of parents way, way, way around your, you know, 10, 11, 12 years on what you can expect from life and the world and how they, you know, advise you how you could go about with it. But like 90% of the parents would not know um, and do not aren't aware of these type of conversations. The other part is that when you're already in this shit, you're reflecting with a psychologist or psychiatrist. And the other part is, is that you also have your type of adjusting on, you know, if you're putting 150% effort in this identity and everything, that you pull back and sit with the discomfort of not being that person that you build up and slowly start to calibrate and move and shift to something more versatile so other parts of your interest and add that to your identity so eventually therefore that eating disorder can also become less because it's not getting the food the the, the soil uh, that it's having currently to grow on and therefore it will eventually die off it's a lot of times that i see people with eating disorders and they say to me you know i would like to be be as how I was before back in the day when I was like careless and free and would be doing fun stuff and you know I, my interests weren't only hyper fixating on food but I would go to the movies or stuff like that or I would move my body when I want to and, and one of the ways to reach that is to actually step away of that identity that you've built up now uh, that is basically an identity uh, that is feeding the disease because if it would be that good you wouldn't have that off feeling and you wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode. So that is that for this episode. Maybe a little bit more psychology-based, but I think very, very uh, needed regarding how um, we do, what we do with our identity. Again, it's a very important thing and eventually you should you know, develop an, everybody should develop an identity, but the, uh, the type of soil you're building it on is so, so important. And the moment then that there's a eating disorder behind it, it never, never is a good thing. I could almost, um, as a last part of this episode, I could almost, um, could, could like, um, Compare it to, for everybody that maybe has seen it, maybe the movie The Nun 1 or Nun 2. The Nun is like an entity and actually is like a satanic or devil type of uh, being. But it shows up in a nun or in something sweet. And it controls sweet people or sweet uh, people people that can be possessed. But behind it, every time she is there, the, the devil to control that person you can see the person and behind it you can see the shadow of the satanic nun basically and to some extent i do see that correlation and that's why you always see me talking about spider-man and venom i do see the correlation in this as well you have identity but behind it there's something dark that made that identity and you know that you feel that and you want to break free from that so that was this episode and I will see you in the next episode. We still have two episodes for this season. Uh, by all means, if you still have any questions, you can always DM me. And hopefully this is not too cryptical, this episode. And I hope you can get where I'm coming from. And the, the action point from this episode is to tim it down 
and not hyperfixate on the sport and find your uh, new interest or old interest back again so that the eating disorder can go to the side and more to the back basically. So that is that and I'll see you or hear from you the next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I also hope you learned something from it and it helps you out with recovery. In the meantime, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up of all the things where you can find us. You can find us on at imstuff underscore com on Instagram at imstuff.nl on TikTok and on imstuff.nl where we even have an ebook about eating disorders. So if you want to know more, check that out. And just don't forget to share the episode, give it to a friend that you think is in need and you can follow the podcast and leave a review if you want to enjoy that and enjoy your day.